All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Doc Sportscast today. Uh, happy Labor Day to everybody out there. <clears throat> Hope everyone's enjoying their uh, extended weekend. Uh, you know, I know uh, my wife's working today. She typically works on every holiday because, you know, she chooses to, which is kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, so I hope everybody else is enjoying having the day off, uh, getting to enjoy things with friends and family. Uh, Aurora and I are just here chilling out, relaxing a little bit today. Uh, and, yeah, we decided to, you know, look over various pieces of news and, and talk about some some things going on, uh, give some uh, different looks on it uh, from from our side of things, look at the articles, stuff like that, and see what people are not talking about. And, uh, yeah, with that being said, we will go ahead and uh, jump right into it here. The first thing that we're going to talk about is actually it came out through sources that Tom Brady tested positive for COVID in February. Okay, This comes after the boat parade that they had uh, celebrating the Super Bowl, Super Bowl win. Um Here's the thing, guys, that that I have an issue with, okay, is if, first off, we have this injury, okay, this supposed injury that he played through all season long, um, okay, nobody apparently knew about that, right? So he had a partially torn, uh, you know, medial collateral ligament, MCL, in his left knee, okay, in the 2020 season. This came out after the season, after the Super Bowl. Here's my question, guys. First, we have that. Then we have this apparently positive COVID test that no one knew about either. What else have we not heard about? What else have we not heard about? with Tom Brady. And the reason I ask that is because it seems like out of anyone in the sports community, he's one of the most followed athletes. One that has, you know, focus on him all the time. And, And rightfully so, he's had a lot of success to go along with that. But he's being looked at through a microscope all the time, right? People are always wanting to know what he's doing. I mean, heck, he got in trouble for, like, throwing football, throwing a football at a park last year, like, because someone caught him randomly at a park, and that made, like, big national news, right? So if this person, like, I could understand this if this is a, you know, fifth-string running back on the Houston Texans this year. Okay, I, I could understand that. This is a guy, like we said, who's looked at through a microscope. This is a guy who everyone is always paying attention to, always wants to know what he's doing. Like Everybody's always up his butt for some reason, okay? Ridiculous. But because of that ridiculousness and that absurdity, to me it's a little bit absurd that we're just now finding out about things months and months and months later. So why is it that we found out months later about the MCL issue, okay? Had to get through the entire season before you find out this issue with the MCL. Then, months later from February, okay, seven months later, we find out 
about this COVID test, positive COVID test. My question to everyone out there is, what else do we not hear about? Okay? Because there's plenty of star players out there that there's always dirty laundry being thrown around. Right? Plenty of thing that goes plenty of things that go on. Okay? And it seems to me that the media, coaching staff, management, whoever it is, whoever you want to say, it seems to me that a lot of these people around him are helping to protect him and his image and blah, 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 blah. I'm not accusing anything. I, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, if I had a speculation, I would say it. But we've had issues in the past with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft. We've had issues in the past with these gentlemen. We had the deflate gate. We had the illegal, you know, taping of other people's like practices and play calls and things like that. So we had that happen too. And then we have Robert Kraft, who, you know, is having a sex parlor at a massage place in Florida. So all of these things. You know, some of them were big deals. Some of them were big news. Some some fines and things happened, yeah. But the Robert Kraft thing got blown over really quickly, which to me was like the worst offense of everything. That wasn't just pertaining to the game. That was pertaining to real life. Like, come on. Like, people's lives. So, the question here, again, is what else do we not hear about? What else is the media holding back and protecting us from? What things could a Tom Brady be doing that people shut up about because they're friends with him, because they're paid to not say anything, because they're fans, like whatever, whatever the situation may be. Clearly, there's been things that have not been reported. Because if this is a professional athlete and he has this issue, this this injury, it's going to get reported. Okay? If he has COVID, we should have heard, known, read about it. Because his, his whole family is watched constantly. So if he got COVID, he would have had to spend so much time away from people. You mean to tell me if he was quarantining somewhere, nobody would have noticed that Tom Brady's quarantining? That makes absolutely no sense. So it's a concern. It's a concern for sure with Tom Brady, and I don't know how much we can make is valid. I don't know how much we can actually listen to. Something's wrong here, and lies are happening somewhere. Because they report he's fully healthy throughout the season, but then it comes out later that he wasn't. So where's the lie? Is the lie that he wasn't, or is the lie that he was injured? Did he really have COVID, or did he not have COVID? Did the deflate gate really happen, or did it not? Did Bill Belichick really steal plays and crap? Like, 
did Robert Kraft actually, you know, go into that sex parlor to get, you know, favors from people? Like, what is real and what's not, guys? And right now, anything surrounding Tom Brady and the Patriots, we can't really tell that. And, you know, again, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm not saying anybody has actually done something. I'm just saying it's fishy. And when something smells weird, I'd rather go and and figure out what it is than just sit and assume what it is and and sit on the sideline and let it keep smelling. Um, So I think someone should look into that, and that's the thing that no one's talking about in the news report when it comes to Tom Brady testing positive for COVID in February. Next up is, we'll get back to Tom Brady here in a second, but next up, Joel Embiid now says that he loves playing with Ben Simmons, okay? So he is, like, putting this to rest that, you know, he's ha- he's got some big issue with Ben Simmons. He's putting that all to rest and, and saying, no, 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 I love playing with the guy. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't really care if you like playing with the guy or not. I really don't. It doesn't matter to me. First off, I don't understand how anyone, anyone could want to play with a guy who completely doesn't take open layup shots in playoffs, playoff games, okay? Yeah, we're talking about playoffs here. Doesn't take a wide open layup. I, I, I don't know how any guy, anyone would want to play with a guy like that. Uh, I don't understand it. But... Again, quite frankly, I don't care if he wants to play with him or not. I don't give a crap whether he wants to play with him or not. At the end of the day, a lot of these things pop up randomly because organizations or people or whatever are trying to push out the summary and make people feel good or okay about things. Honestly, the Sixers are probably trying to set up a really good situation to make it look like Ben Simmons is a great teammate so that some team wants to actually trade and get him. Who knows? But... I don't give a crap if you want to play with him or not. There have been guys that have not liked each other. There have been guys that don't play well together off the court or off the field. Plenty of times that this happens. But you know what? The best players, the best athletes, they always do a great job of, at the end of the day, they get work done. Okay, And they do their job, and they do it the right way, and they play the right way, regardless of biases. Okay? I know plenty of times there's teammates that have been on the same team and they did not like each other. They did not get along. There were issues going on. I mean, look at what the Lakers did with Kobe and Shaq. There were definitely those issues going on with those two. And they won championships after championships, okay? Like, get over it, guys. You mean to tell me Dennis Rodman, you mean to tell me like Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman were like besties? No one's besties with Dennis Rodman. That guy's a freak. So it doesn't matter, if he loves playing with Ben Simmons or not. It doesn't matter. I just care about what's really trying to happen here. And so this coming out of nowhere, like NBA season's not even here right now. Like nothing's really going on right now in the NBA. Yeah, there's some free agency moves and crap, but like preseason hasn't like we haven't gotten into, you know, regular season talk and stuff like that yet. So I, I feel like this is a way to kind of push the needle and maybe get Ben Simmons talked about a little bit more, maybe get teams looking at him. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Next up, we'll get back to Tom Brady here. 
Brady says COVID will be more of a factor this year. Okay. I don't understand why this is like a shocker to anyone. Duh. How could it not be? Seriously, how can this not be more of a factor this year? Okay. The variants of this virus are ravaging unvaccinated people. Okay. And like the spreading is worse because they aren't enforced. Like nothing is enforced the way it was last year. Okay. Fans are going to be at games. There's going to be less mass policies. Mass policies are relaxed everywhere. Like, you know, it. people don't understand and people like won't understand. I know there's people out there who are, you know, whatever, like they're against being vaccinated and they don't want to be vaccinated and things like that. Okay. I get that. There's people that that's their decision. They don't want to do it. But the fact of the matter is that they are putting vaccinated people in more danger. They are putting vaccinated people at higher risk. Now, yes, the vaccinated people are getting vaccinated to make sure that they have less of a chance to get COVID. And if they do, it takes less of a toll on them. Okay, less chance to be hospitalized, less chance to be on a defibrillator, less chance to die from it. Okay, that's what the vaccine does. It helps to give you the best opportunity to survive through COVID if you get it and it makes you less likely to get it, okay? So when Tom Brady says something as obvious as, oh, COVID's gonna be more of a factor this year, I just don't understand why this is big news. I don't understand, okay? Vaccinated players are going to be more likely to get the virus. They're gonna be more likely to get it, okay? Vaccinated athletes are gonna be more likely to get the, the, vac get the virus. The reason why is because there's not as many policies in place. There are fans going around that are unvaccinated. There are players, teammates of theirs that are unvaccinated. And that gives higher risk of those people getting it and spreading it to vaccinated people. And unvaxxed players, if they get it, they will be out longer. They will have more issues and more difficulty with it. And so for that reason, it will be a longer impact for them if and when they do get it. Because again, there will be fans, there will be people unvaccinated, there will be people without masks, there will be tons of things that will be more relaxed than what they were. Okay, this is how we work. We always tighten everything as much as possible and then loosen, loosen, loosen. Well, as we loosen, things can slip through. That's the fact of the matter. And that's what's going to happen. So this is completely stupid that it makes news. But I'm telling you guys right now, it's obvious, duh thing that COVID will make more of an impact in the NFL season, upcoming NBA season. Like it will make more of an impact than it did last year. And that is an obvious, obvious observation. Okay. It's a double O obvious observation, right? Ooh. All right. That's what this stands for. So whatever, that's the thing, you know, and if, if you're against vaccinations, like whatever, I get it. Like, you can choose to be against it, whatever. It's, own, it's your own personal decision. I don't care what you do with your personal decision. But what I do care about is you not putting me at more risk or you not putting someone else at higher risk, you know, especially people who are vaccinated and they're elderly. And if they get something, it could still be really life-threatening for them. Like, I just, I, that's the thing that really worries me and bothers me. So if you're choosing to be unvaccinated, you're making a choice. You need to understand what comes along with that choice. And that's the problem in people today. They want to be able to make a choice and not have to deal with any consequences. Sorry, that's not any choice. Every choice you make always has consequences. There's always pros and cons. There's always a cost. Um, 
you know, a cost uh, benefit uh, analysis of, you know, when you make decisions. So like get over it. There's always going to be consequences. So if you choose not to get vaccinated, you will have to adhere to different types of restrictions than other people. I get it. The, the, the problem is everybody's so afraid to make unvaccinated people have to do things differently or separating them from people who are vaccinated. I'm sorry, but this is a health matter. This is not a racial thing. This is not a gender bias thing. This, this has nothing to do with that. This is a health concern, a health issue. Okay. There's no prejudice when it comes to health and bacteria and disease and sickness. There's no prejudice. It doesn't care if you're white, black, Asian, Caucasian, or I already said Caucasian, but Mexican, like white, female, male, nobody cares. Nobody cares when it comes to COVID. When it comes to the COVID vaccine, it doesn't care your race, doesn't care your nationality. It will do whatever it needs to do. So let's get over this. Let's get over all this crap of, oh, well, you know, this person's anti-vaccine and this person's, I don't care about the terms. I don't care about the words. You can come up with whatever hateful words and crap that you want for people. It doesn't matter. The simple fact is there is a reason that there should be a separation between unvaccinated and vaccinated people. Because this is not a, a, a biased thing. This is not a political thing. This is not a racial thing or a gender thing. This is not in any way a social issue. This is a health issue. Okay? And we have to understand it as such. So, next up. We'll move on from this. Uh, saw this coming, guys. Osaka is stepping away from tennis for now i uh, don't know how long this is going to be but after being eliminated in the third round of the u.s open she has announced that she will be stepping away from the game uh, she's been dealing with anxiety and uh depression i believe uh for for quite a quite a good period uh now at this point i mean duh people athletes are still human beings that's what we forget we forget that athletes are human beings they're not walking billboards okay they're not walking around movie characters right they are human beings and they lose their identity to sports, okay? The demand to be the best, the high pressure with the money situation for contracts and crap, and the endorsements, images that you have to keep up and everything. This is all huge stressors and huge pieces of pressure for people to have thrown onto them all the time, constantly. You're always looked at through a microscope. Everything you do is looked at and analyzed. Yes, it's high pressure, okay? That's what you choose to get into when you go into sports. The problem is nowadays, we have so many young athletes in high school and college and crap, and they don't they don't want any of that. They don't want to deal with any of that stuff, but they want to be the best. They want to be a professional athlete. Well, you have to take the cons that come with it, okay? There is, a, there is a pros and cons to every decision you make. And if you want to become a professional athlete, there are stressors. There is high pressure. There is looking at you through a microscope. There is issues like that that happens. And you have to understand that that comes with it. I'm not upset with Naomi Osaka. I am happy and glad that she's taking time away from this. She's making the right decision. Whereas most of the time, there are plenty of athletes who make the wrong decision. They keep going through it. They keep dealing with it. And they throw their hands up and say, I want to hold out. I want to sit out the season, or I want this, or I want that, I want this. I don't want to deal with this pressure. I don't want to do interviews or this or that. Look, it's a part of the job. And if you can't do it effectively because you can't handle the mental pressure and stress, it's nothing wrong with you. It's the fact that 
That's what everyone has to do, and some people are better at it than others. You may be a better athlete, but that doesn't mean you're going to handle stress and pressure better than another athlete. So take your time. Step away. Do the right thing. Yeah, you won't get a paycheck, but you know what? You're not out there on the field performing. It's just like if somebody takes a medical day because they're dealing with too much and they have to take a medical day to go see their therapist. They, they lose pay for that day or they use a vacation day or whatever it is. Like Get over it. That's the real world. The demand is so high for these athletes, and we have to understand that. And now, guess what? We have everyone rushing the process to even younger people now. Look at the athletes that this is affecting from a mental health wellness standpoint. Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, Liz Cambridge, okay? These are two. Th- these are three female athletes, okay? Typically, these issues were with male athletes in the past. It's now leaking into the females, okay? Because they are being taught at younger and younger and younger ages to do the same thing that the men have been doing. And what is it causing? It's causing mental health issues. We have to understand this, people. All three of these athletes began their high-pressure professional sports focus early on in their life, okay? Naomi Osaka, starting tennis. Look, I'm telling you right now, to be that good at tennis, you got to start when you're five or six playing the game. Simone Biles, you're starting real young when it comes to gymnastics and everything. Liz Cambridge, coming from Australia, I guarantee she started early too. These are three athletes who began high-pressure, pro-focused lifestyles early on in their life. Okay? And what happens? It's too much. It's too hard. You lose your identity. Okay? Because all you are is an athlete at that point. No, you're not. You are a human being. You have all these other factors to you. You have all these other things that are valuable about you and your life. Don't lose sight of that just because of professional athletics. Don't be lose sight of that because of a big contract or whatever. You got to do right by you, not do right by money, not do right by your family, not do right by whatever. Like, I get it. Some people want to do a big contract and get all this stuff so they can buy their family things and take care of them. That's great. I get it. But at the same time, it's not worth losing yourself over, okay? Look at Sebastian Telfair, Derek Rose, Calvin Johnson, Andrew Luck. All of these athletes had, well, Derek Rose is still going, but he had to take time away. He had to take time to really change his life and his lifestyle and his mentality towards sports because he, he wasn't handling things very well mentally after his injury that happened. So these, all these people, you know, Take Derrick Rose out, but you got Sebastian Telfair, Calvin Johnson, and Andrew Luck. All of them ended their their careers were ended very quickly, a lot sooner than anyone expected. Okay, some top prospects all having focus be on them early on in their life. Okay, this pressure hit them very early on. It isn't right for young people. Kids need to be kids. Okay, they lose their lives. They lose themselves. It's all about the game. No time for a real social life. They can't form healthy relationships. Everything's about the game and the fame and all the stuff that comes with it, the money and crap like that. Okay, but you lose who you are. These athletes, these young athletes, all they're about is social media. All they're about is their image, making money, getting endorsement deals. They're losing themselves. Okay, more and more athletes over time i'm telling you we're gonna see this more and more frequently they're gonna lose themselves they're gonna have mental health issues early on in their ages early on in their careers and they're going to have horrible outside lifestyles this has already been happening throughout many sports the nfl nba things like that look at all the athletes that have been having sexual misconduct things that come out at them spousal abuse type things anger issues look at um 
Look at uh, Richard Sherman and what he just went through, beating down the 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 door of his his family's home and crap. Like those things are happening because these people aren't emotionally able to handle social situations and physical and and emotional connections with people. Okay, that's not there because. They've spent so much time only focusing on, I'm an athlete, I'm an athlete. And there's this persona that comes with it. There's this feeling of, oh, I'm this. I'm so proud to be an athlete. That's what I am. No, you're not. You're a human being. You're no different than everybody else out here. You're dealing with these things too. The problem is you don't think you have to deal with it. And then when it comes to the time that you want it, you want a relationship, you don't know how to really have one. So you don't have a real emotional connection. You you don't know how to form real emotional connections and bonds. Okay, They can't form these things. And then violence and abuse comes with it in relationships because they can't slowly form this in relationships. It's all about going out to parties and meeting up with somebody. And, oh, this is my side chick. And this is my whatever. And this is my Facebook girl. And this is my Twitter girl. And blah, blah, blah. Like It, it becomes all a show it all becomes a persona it all becomes like an entourage type of feeling and it's like this is not healthy for any of these athletes they need to understand to slow things down they need to live life they need to live their college life in college they need to understand how to form meaningful emotional connections and relationships okay people want to talk about how a lot of these star athletes come from horrible home lives and horrible places of poverty and things like that well what i can tell you a lot of times is in a lot of those situations you've got family members that there's a reason they're in that lifestyle okay there's a lower level of education there's a lower level of career there's a lower level of like a foundation of what the quality of life is right and in those times in that lifestyle a lot of times those families don't care so much about the kid they don't invest so much time maybe they're doing drugs on the side themselves maybe they're getting drunk and stuff all the time because they're depressed and things like that and so they don't pay any attention to the kid then that kid doesn't get emotional connections even with their parents at a foundational fundamental level for children they should have a deep emotionally connected bond with their parents okay and if you don't get that because of a bad home life and things like that, which a lot of people talk about, and it's, oh, it's a pride story. This person comes from a horrible home life, horrible upbringing, poverty, all this stuff. Yes, that's that's a great story. and It is. But, but for that person, it also means there comes that much more reason to make sure they are getting the mental health and the mental well-being that they need. Okay? Because they're going to have some of these, you know, there's going to be some women out there that quite frankly they just they don't care i mean they just don't care about themselves and they just want to be a part of it and they they'll they'll get you know they'll get impregnated by someone who they're not in a relationship with but they're a star athlete oh i slept with them and i slept with this person blah 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 and then all of a sudden they're in the nba and oh my husband's an nba player my husband's an nfl player my husband's this my husband's that okay well you guys still don't have a real connection you still don't have a meaningful relationship and so now now there's more responsibility thrown on these athletes and many of them don't just don't deal with it i'll tell you guys right now look at the nba and look things up research it there's plenty of athletes that have many kids that they're star athletes or whatever and they're not the top of the top but they came out of the draft being one of the top players, and they didn't handle their home life the best. They've got four or five kids from two or three different mothers, and every like 
you never hear about their kids. Their kids are never at their games. They're, they never support their kids. They don't care about the kids. They don't. Some of them might not even know they have them. And that's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a part of the culture. It's, oh, it's a, it's a baby mama and things like that. All these terms are coming up in this cultural society that is around sports quite a bit. And it's not healthy, guys. It's not healthy at all. So let's take a step back. Let's look at these NIL deals. Let's look at these kids getting endorsements. Let's look at the kid leaving high school early to go to college so he can play sports. Let's look at the guy that's leaving college early to play professional. Let's look at these young kids that are being impressed upon by these athletes, showing them the wrong things in life. And let's take a step back and make them wait. Help them understand how to form emotional connections, how to form meaningful connections and bonds with people in real relationships. Because they're not doing it. They're not getting that right now, guys. And that's the thing we need to focus on. So let's take a step back. Let's help to make sure new athletes like Calvin Johnson, Andrew Luck, Sebastian Telfair, okay? Female athletes like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. Let's let's try to make sure that in the future this doesn't happen. Because these these are great human beings with great ability out there physically. And we're hurting and hampering their on-field performance because they're hurting off the field. Off the field should be easy, guys. It should be easy. The hard work should be on the field. But we're sitting there making their lives so much harder because they don't, they're going to practice and they're practicing shooting free throws more than they are practicing how to make friends or how to socialize, how to have a conversation I guarantee many of these NBA guys will be in the same locker room one day and they'll sit there and text back and forth with each other and they're not even going to sit and have actual verbal conversations. We need to fix this stuff, okay? These are the things that is really going to be detrimental moving forward when it comes to professional athletics, college athletics, high school athletics, and these things need to be supported. Let's make sure that the future athletes don't lose sight of their personal lives and who they are as people. Because that's starting to happen already, and these are athletes that didn't go through this NIL period. These are athletes that didn't have high-pressure, high-money situations already in high school. Let these kids be kids. Let them grow, understand relationships, learn to develop healthy relationships before we move them on to professional business things and crap, okay? That's it. We'll wrap things up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have a great Labor Day. Um, Facebook, email below. Reach out. Like, share, subscribe. Really appreciate uh, everybody listening and all the support. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you Wednesday.